Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go on a Friday and a Saturday. You heard it, Steve Cofield, Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Across the way, R.J. Bell. Broadcasting live, 330 stations nationwide. Coming to you straight out of Vegas. We got a jam pack. Action-packed hour. We're going to be talking, let me guess, LeBron James? Hello, LeBron? At some point. NBA in general and a whole bunch of other stuff, including we always looking ahead during June and July to football. Showtime! Woo! The Vegas lead, our top story. LeBron shocks everyone. He's officially a free agent. Now, here's the thing. That strikes me. And I'm not a salary cap guru. And as a better or quite frankly, guys in life, you've got to figure out what you have a passion for. First of all, you have to have competence enough in areas to know who the experts are. As a business guy and with pregame.com, I spend a majority of my time on business. Let's say real estate. We're actually moving into new offices and It'll be great because we'll be broadcasting the show from the new studios. We're going to have a significant video element that we'll have. And we might be streaming live. I'll have to dress better. Uh-oh. But, yeah. Might want to hit that diet. If I had to comb the hair a little. You're talking about yourself? Myself. I agree, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that ice cream at the end of the brownie. Got to cut that out. <laughs> but, the, but the fact of the matter is it took 10, 12, 14 hours of business time to get the the move straight, right? Get the right place and all that. Now, did I become an expert at real estate? No. I learned just enough, and I had through my other offices and leases over the years, to find an expert and then trust that expert 
but also know enough that if something doesn't sound right, you can say, well, explain this to me. Now, here's where the analogy is. I don't know about NBA salary caps. I mean, I got a understanding of it. You've got a finite amount of money, and if you're going to do certain trades, you got to swap uh, salaries and all that. And, and, and because of that, here's the conclusion or, or one of the takeaways I've heard from this decision of LeBron opting out. It really hurts the Celtics. It almost makes it impossible to go to the Celtics. And it almost makes it impossible to go to Houston because it would have required a trade for salary. Now, Cofield, have you heard that? Does that make sense to you? Yes, it essentially knocks it down to of the teams he's interested in, just the Cavaliers and the Lakers. There is no sign in trade now. Now, couldn't LeBron re-sign with Cleveland as part of an intention to trade him right after? I don't think it makes sense anymore because the max he can sign for is so out of control now. So, so he he can sign he for could five actually, years and two oh seven. So he can sign for over forty million dollars a year. But what happens if he signed a one? He was in, he was in for thirty five six. I know it sounds stupid that it's only six million more, but I think it makes it really difficult at that point. And again, I'm not a salary capologist. I just think it makes it that much more difficult to try to match up salaries. But couldn't he sign a one and one with Cleveland to you know second year as a player option and then get that traded to the Lakers or, or Team XYZ? Not sure on that one. Yeah. And I'm not sure what salary beside uh besides Lou Aldang that they could throw. Well, maybe it's not the Lakers though. Maybe it's Houston or Boston. What it, are the salaries they have? Right? Know, That's where I you mean, gotta match well, up. Houston certainly hard. has, right, with Anderson, I think. But they do have Ryan Anderson who's making crazy money at nineteen to twenty one million. But again, think about that. You know, you're, you're talking Luol Deng on one team making 18 million. It's a lot of money. It's dead money. Brian Anderson making like 20 million. You got to find a way to get close to 35 million. That's what he. That's what he was going to opt in for. And now, if he signs with the Cavs, it, it can't be a sign of trade because he's going to be. If he gets the max, it's going to be 41 million dollars. So I'm going to trust the general consensus that this is good for Cleveland and for LA and bad for the other teams. And we've seen it in the odds. Uh, BetOnline.ag had, and this has been 14 hours ago, so this was within the hour of the news of LeBron opting out. The Cavs were plus 240, 100 wins you 240. Any other team, minus 325. So you do the math, 72% leaving Cleveland, 28% staying. And then in maybe six, seven hours later, we got an update and the odds had actually gone up, uh, improved for not Cleveland, and then obviously got worse for Cleveland. And those updated odds, let me get that for you here, those updated odds were minus 550, another team, plus 375, Cleveland. So it seems like the market's agreeing. It's, it's uh, at least that it, this was good initially for the Cavs. But then I don't know if it was just the public betting or scuttlebutt or inside info. You just never. We're getting close enough now. If you do see a drastic move, it could be inside info. It could be 12 hours. Obviously, if you look back when LeBron signed with Cleveland again the second time, they had to write the Sports Illustrated article, right? Someone, an editor had to prove that. Someone, so. 
to me, there's going to be people that know ahead of time. It's just LeBron's done a good job of keeping the lid on that stuff the last two times he's made a decision. So let's talk about that bet. Repeat that. Cavs get LeBron. You want to bet the Cavs is plus 375. You want to bet the field? That's anyone else. Yes. It's minus 550. You talk about wanting to have the ability to bet the no. Essentially, the field is the no. In and, this case, you're talking about, hey, we may have, you don't have insider information, but you know, it may start feeling like someone knows, is that 550 attractive to you, a professional better who's got a bankroll? No, because I don't know anything about this, right? I know what I think, which is the Lakers make a ton of sense because what we're seeing is, and I think it's a good segue now, what we're seeing is, LeBron in LA doesn't need I don't care if Kai or if um Leonard comes Kawhi Leonard I don't care if he comes I don't care if Paul George comes I know LeBron LA and salary cap dollars for another max or even potentially two is going to attract a ton of talent if, if, if you yeah. were an NBA player, imagine you're 28 and you're one of the 12 best players in the NBA and you're able to choose where to go. Unless you had some super affinity for your hometown team or some other quirky reason, LeBron's still in his prime. You can make a case that last year was his best year. I'm not saying it's a slam dunk case, but it's a case. He's still got three, four. Who knows? LeBron is on the forefront of technology with health, with taking care of him. You know, what's the rumor? He spends a million a year on his body. You know, travel. he has, uh, you know, cryogenic machines that travel with him. Whatever the specifics are, there's been articles written. He could have four or five good years left. And L.A. with Magic, like you're hanging out with Magic and LeBron, <laughs> and the other choice is Minnesota or Dallas and Cuban. Come on. They're going to have their choice. And that's why... And let's flip this. I think, and and I hate the term malpractice. Like, well, that's political malpractice if you let this guy do that speech or that gal do this speech. Well, okay, if you're so good, why aren't you in the game, right? But I think you can say malpractice that the Cavs spent so much money on players that weren't that good. Because you could say, well, RJ, of course, spending money on players that aren't good is a bad thing. Yes, but in Minnesota, the consequence of that is so much less than on LeBron's team because with those dollars, they can buy more because people want to go play, even in Cleveland, want to play with LeBron. And now you're in L.A. in this hypothetical. This sounds crazy, but imagine the following. Imagine they trade for Leonard and they give up a boatload. You know, Ingram, whatever. It's more than you might think. Number couple number ones, you might think bad trade, right? And let's say Leonard and LeBron don't get along for whatever reason, and he leaves. Leonard leaves. You might think disaster. Really? They've got now got a max contract to give Anthony Davis to get you know whoever is up. You know I don't know all the key guys up next year. So in a weird way, I think LeBron in LA is. And this isn't weird. This is clear. The weird part comes after is one of the greatest draws in NBA history. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Yes. 
Yeah. And that he's got, a, he's got a fresh start with a roster with none of the nonsense that he pulled off in Cleveland. Is that the malpractice part you're talking about? I'm saying that, that LeBron, LeBron's going to leave a situation that he created where you've got two guys on, on that team who are making $33 million combined. You can't move them in Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith. No. And he's like, I don't want that anymore. I get a clean slate in L.A. Him leaving is brilliant. The malpractice was allowing those contracts to be signed. That's what I was saying, yeah. Yeah. Is now that, you know, the analogy I gave on Twitter was the idea of it's like LeBron rented a summer house and he's not getting the deposit back. <laughs> right? He's leaving Cleveland and let the let, hey, chase, chase down. I don't mind if I have bad credit. Chase me down, baby, because my deposit's not enough. Right. <laughs> but it only makes sense for him to leave. But boy, the dollars they spent on Tristan Thompson or whatever could have bought some really good players because of LeBron. You extend that to LA, I think we might see a different type of basketball team building. Meaning prior to the big three in Miami, there was a certain way people did it. And over the years, that changed and evolved. Then it was get a place with no real contracts, have a superstar come in, and have him bring two other guys with them and build a super team. I think you're going to see something different in L.A. if LeBron goes. I think you're going to see a super team in year one and maybe a very different super team in year two. Do you really think they want like a Chris Paul, who obviously is a great player, and I mean we can question how fast he's aging, we can question his health, but do you think LeBron would say, oh, and again, who knows if LeBron's seeing this. Obviously, he's a basketball genius in some ways, and others maybe not so much, it would seem from the signings. But do you want Chris Paul in year three and four of a max deal? Maybe it's, hey, we'll sign you, Paul George, but it's two years. and Or, or maybe we sign you for a max, but there's there's the ability to trade him. So we'll get your first year or two. And, you know, Minnesota or something's still going to want him down the road. But I think if I had to predict today, R.J. Bell today is predicting. LeBron goes to L.A. That's the favorite. That's easy. But in the next five years, we see upwards of five or six elite players, max contracts, go through L.A. and out of L.A. I haven't heard anyone pitch this. The, the, the rest of the... The rest of this week has been what happens if they don't get two more guys. It's a disaster. What happens if they don't get Paul George on a long deal and trade for Kawhi Leonard? You're actually pitching that the Lakers could be better off just getting two or preserving salary flexibility. I'm saying I don't care what the Lakers get. They can change it quickly because LeBron, L.A., and Magic is the biggest attraction in the history of the NBA. When we come back, I want to get your take on my take. It's coming up straight out of Vegas, Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Straight out of Vegas, brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back. Granger, for the ones who get it done, Steve Cofield, RJ Bell. LeBronathon 2018, humming along. What? Decision 3.0? Well, hold on a second. Decision 3.0 is what oh, I like. Hold on a second. Before the break, or during the break, Square Chair Cofield saying, uh, I, I got some holes to poke in your theory. Mm-hmm. So it's time to step up. Give the theory again, though. Theory, elevator pitch is simple. LeBron 
in Los Angeles with Magic Johnson, the greatest draw for other players, for free agents that get to decide in the history of the NBA. And thus, the idea of let's put together a super team and play the next four years together. Well, what happened in Miami? Year four, Dwayne Wade's you know, older, Bosch, health is hit or miss, and lo and behold, they get blown out by the Spurs. Why make a four-year commitment? Why not be in a situation where, hey, maybe you got uh, Leonard from the Spurs for a year even. That's enough. And then he leaves. Who cares? You've got another max contract, and now Anthony Davis comes in. Now, you get a guy like Anthony Davis, you might want – there's a handful of guys – that you're comfortable saying, let's give him three or four years or even, you know, whatever, because he's young. But these guys moving towards 30, I think the Lakers would be making a mistake giving them, and maybe they do give him the max deal as long as they can trade him, because even though that max deal might not be a great deal for the Lakers, well, for a team like the Dallas Mavs, a team like, you know, go up and down, there's a Milwaukee, they're going to say, yeah, we'll take a Chris Paul or, uh, you know, whomever who's a little bit older that might not quite be a max player anymore, but in Milwaukee, they're happily give him a max just so the Lakers can keep shuffling the deck. Having LeBron magic in LA, how do you beat it? I like the basic idea that LeBron has learned his lesson and it's all about salary cap flexibility. I like that, but here's issue number one. You need other players to buy into this and agree to only sign for two and three years. Other teams are going to try to sign major players, and they're not going to capitulate and just let LeBron get guys and the Lakers get guys for two and three years. Other teams are going to offer four and five years. That's the competition. Okay. Agreed. But I think there's two caveats. One is based upon, and again, this is where you have to be a salary cap expert, and I'm not. Some years it's like, okay, the cap's going to jump 7% next year. Other years, cap's going to be flat. So you've seen situations where guys are willing. What, what are the situations, though? Think about this. I don't know enough to know. I, the situations I know I of, know historically we've had guys that could have signed for five years that didn't because the they thought the cap was going to jump. We know of recently. And you're right. That is a recent development because the, because the jump's been so big with this TV money. The guys recently who took it short, you know, on the, the short end for a longer deal, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Chris Paul. That's that's a small group. That's a small group. But we're talking about the best players in the league is who the Lakers would be choosing right, between. It, okay, are you trying to pitch to me that Paul George is going to be comfy with, you know what, let's no, just go no, no. two years. That's one situation. Now, I will say this, and it applies to LeBron too. And let me ask you this question. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas, talking with Steve Cofield. Let me ask you this question. Does LeBron play in his 40th year? Is Does LeBron play in an NBA game at age 40? Even money, bet. Even money. Even money. Yeah. Yes. I, I would lean towards... I think he's got a piece of motivation. Yeah. I cut you off. You would lean. No, towards? no. I would lean towards the yes. Also, I, I but it's a close his, call. Unless he has some crazy debilitating injury. Oh yeah, and gets old real quick. One of his motivations down the stretch of his career is going to actually, and it, it's going to be an attempt to play with his son. He actually said that about two weeks ago. One of his dreams hmm. would be to play with Bronny when he's forty-one, forty-two years old. Not the son, but LeBron. 
Okay. His son's 13 now. There's going to become an age or come an age for LeBron. He's not worth a max deal. Mm -hmm. I think what LeBron would do, and I don't want to say if he was smart, because obviously a guy who's going to be a billionaire is pretty smart. So let's give him credit. Obviously a great basketball player. Let's just say for the sake of argument, he says, you know, I think I'll be worth a max at 38, but I won't be at 39, 40, 41. I, you know, I'll be close to a max guy, but not a max guy. Does it kind of make sense? So the if he's signed by his own team, any player, it can be five years, correct? So I think what happens is maybe LeBron does a one-and-one one in L.A. Because, one, he doesn't know if him and Magic's going to get along. He thinks so. He doesn't know if he's going to like L.A. But there's another reason he does a one-and-one, one, LeBron. It's because signing a five-year deal, either in L.A. or somewhere else, at 35 or 36 means he's getting max money at 40 or 41. So if he does want to play long, then he can... Because you, if you sign five now, right. he's going to be 38 when his contract comes up. But instead, up. force their hand at 35, and then it's five years at that point. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, now... Well, that's, that's LeBron, so that's great, and he's already done that, so we know that he's comfy doing that. Okay. Now you have to get other running mates who are going to buy into this, because there is... An element of risk here. Not everyone makes seventy-five million. I almost said thousand. Seventy-five million dollars in endorsements. Not everyone can afford a seventy-five thousand dollar rental in Anguilla, wherever it is, in the hashtag decision cave. I think the key is as long as the max deal allows for a trade. So let's use Paul George as an example. Paul George comes in. He wants his max, so he gets it in L.A., and he's worth it today. And let's say that he's worth it for the entire, in that case, it'd be a four-year deal, right, because he's not signing with his team. Let's say he's worth it for four years. L.A.'s happy. LeBron's happy. Magic's happy. Everyone's happy. Paul George cashing the big checks. But let's say after year two, you see him dropping off a little bit. Now, unless there's some, like you said, catastrophic injury, the drop-off's going to happen incrementally. So Paul George goes from being the 14th best player in the league to you know the 32nd over those two years. He's still mighty good. There's a lot of teams that would pay max for the 32nd player. So now you trade him to Milwaukee, get some draft picks, get whatever. Or maybe you... And now... Your salary cap's open to sign the next 27-year-old to a max deal. So the trick is, if you can get guys good enough that even if they dropped off 15%, there's NBA teams that would still pay or be willing to pay the max to take on that contract. I'll go back to the question again, though. Why would Paul George agree to this? Well, does that, I don't want to play what, percent, what percentage of max deals have a no trade? I think that's rare, right? To me, if that's the signal you're sending, I don't know but if I, I want to go to L.A. I'm the only guy I'm in the giving, world I'm, saying I'm this. I'm giving up security, and then you may ship, you know, I'm, I'm down after two years, and you may ship me off to NBA hell. I know, Steve. I, wor- I, work for, I work for all these years that I can make the decision of where I want to play, and there's a chance two years into it because you want to change things up. And my God. 
the guy who wants to change things up all the time is LeBron. So now I got to trust LeBron and your pitch, but you might send me to freaking Atlanta or Milwaukee or not. And if not, we move on to the next one. Or I can just get five years in Oklahoma City, make more money, well, and I know I'm there. And that sounds like what you would do. I don't know if I would do that. <laughs> okay, but you you are you're very much pitching a pro Lakers approach and pro possible pro LeBron approach. There am I other, pitching there, it, or do or am I pitching the Suns going to come up tomorrow? People want to play with LeBron. People want to play in L.A. People want to partner with Magic Johnson. And let me say it like this. And you're in no position to challenge my expertise. <laughs> it's just a fact. Well, it's a theory, and it's very flawed. <laughs> that, and here's the other thing you're uh, counting on. Listen. Here's the other thing you're counting on. This is LeBron Bell. This huh. is R.J. James. This is you thinking for LeBron has LeBron come to the realization that he's made mistakes in the past and that he needs salary flexibility instead of taking care of his friends? Listen, I have zero interest in trying to predict what LeBron's thinking. I'm asking you, as someone 30 minutes ago I would have said is highly intelligent, <laughs> I'm asking you, if you're in L.A., doesn't this make sense? Now, you might end up saying... I don't think, and again, I, I'm going to ask that question, and we're going to go for an update here in a minute, but I'm going to look during the update. I'm going to listen, because I love our updates, but I'm going to look what percentage, there, there's X number of max deals out there. What percentage of those max deals have a no trade? Because you're saying, oh, well, you're asking too much of the player to accept that he might get traded one day. Well, it seems like that's the basic premise now when a guy – when, you know, let's use John Wall. Has John Wall got a no trade? No. So if you're willing to trade sign for a max in Washington, D.C., then you're going to be <laughs> signed with LeBron and Magic. Not necessarily. If, if John, if, no, if John, if John Wall's not savvy enough to notice that the possibility existed, he could be traded, that if, doesn't mean every other player is going to – Lack that nuance. Listen, Cofield, everyone's not going to be as savvy as the square chair, apparently. <laughs> I'm talking real people here. <laughs> I connect with the real people. Uh, let's, let's get to the update here with the latest. Ralph Irvin. What a Friday night. Busy on the Major League Baseball scoreboards. Pittsburgh, a 6-3 win at San Diego. Wrapped it all up. Colorado, 3-1 winners over the Dodgers. L.A. still Two and a half games back of Arizona. That's because the Diamondbacks fell to San Francisco 2-1. Seattle, two and a half back of Houston in the AL West. After a 4-1 win over Kansas City, Tampa Bay beat the Astros 3-2. Cleveland managed just six hits. They fall in Oakland 3-1. Atlanta still on top in the NL East with a 5-1 win at St. Louis. Washington hammered Philadelphia 17-7. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. On the PGA Tour, Tiger Woods with a 565 at the Quicken Loans National. He's four shots back of a trio of players sitting at nine under par. And gentlemen, there midway through the U.S. Senior Open where Jerry Kelly sits at five under. One shot clear of Miguel Angel Jimenez. Of course, Fox Sports MLB analyst John Smoltz qualified for this year's tournament. He had been listed at 10 to 1 to make the cut and yet was minus 2,000 to make it, or to not make it. So in other words, you had to lay 2,000 to win 100 for him not to make the cut. He did finish at 22 over par, missed the cut by 14 strokes, 
And no, that was not last place. So he sent it back to two men who, unlike LeBron, top talent, wants to work with. Steve Cofield and R.J. Bell. I like that, John, full story a lot. Uh, and this is what I like about sports betting going nationwide. It's going to force bookmakers, well, in a big way in Vegas, who haven't had to really compete with offshore. It's going to make them, I think, more competitive more energetic. I agree. They actually put an over-under first round on John Smoltz. That's, a, that's an amazing bet. He had a shoot over-under 82.5. He shot an 85. He blew up. Shot a 77 in the second round. And Ralph's right. There were odds on him to win the tournament and him to make the cut. That's dynamite. I agree. By the way, I've got some good news for the vast majority of listeners out there that were agreeing with me versus Cofield. We've got some breaking news. Cofield's, I'll call it an argument. That might be a little liberal. It might be a little benefit of the doubty for him. But his argument was, well, no trade clauses are so you know uh, prevalent that that idea that you could sign a guy for two years and trade him oh just God. doesn't work. I'd love to hear that hold quote. On, I'd on. love to hear that quote in the last fifteen minutes. Hold on, that I said they're prevalent. Is, Never said that. We did a little research. In the entire NBA, there's two guys with a no trade clause. I think we should just say, RJ, that was a heck of an argument. Cofield lost. Let's move on. One more point before we move on, because your theory is, hey, they're going to try to have uh, roster flexibility, turnover players a lot with LeBron if he goes to the Lakers. The other thing you have to trust is that the Lakers get it. Do the Lakers? Well, get I don't it now? know if they get or, it. or the Lakers going to build a team out of desperation, and out of desperation is just to collect a bunch of stars and then say, "Hey, you know what? We have LeBron. We've got these two stars, and we got no one else." I love social media in some ways. I love technology in some ways. There's parts I don't like, and one of the parts I don't like is everyone's a critic. And there's a, in my opinion, a great new show on HBO, Succession. It's a very sad. Have you watched it? It's dynamite. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's a savvy show. If you saw The Big Short, the movie, same guys involved, producer, etc. Very savvy. But in the first episode, the billionaire, eighty-year-old media mogul, who the rumor is is supposed to be like partially Rupert Murdoch, but you, you know, you don't know how much. And he says. People told me this and people told me that and I disagreed and I was right and I was right. And now in hindsight, everyone thinks it was so effing obvious. I look at Magic Johnson and we're sitting here. Yeah, we're in Vegas. Yeah, we're on Fox Sports Radio. We're not Magic Johnson, right? This guy's had success after success after success. It's not just as a basketball player, as a movie chain owner, everything he's touched pretty much. He was able to convince Starbucks to let him have like special uh, franchise rights. I mean, this guy walks in a room, he smiles and he succeeds. Okay? And yeah, maybe Magic misses things like we all do, but I think the Lakers are pretty sharp. And here's what I know. If you look at the hottest attractive girl in Hollywood when she's 25, she usually doesn't have 10-year relationships because when you have that many options, 
typically. Now, Paul Newman was married to his wife for a long time. But in Hollywood, if you look at the average length of marriages versus a coal miner like my dad was in Ohio, I can promise you if my dad was in Hollywood, he would have never stayed married for 30-plus years. When you've got options, people often take them. I think the Lakers have as many options not only now, but for the next couple of years as any team in the history of the NBA. And it seems obvious to me that they're going to take them. I don't know if it's obvious, but, <laughs> but I do agree that the Lakers are in a great position. Stephen A. Smith does not necessarily agree with you on Lakers being a destination, a short-term destination. Stephen A. believes that, hey, once LeBron goes there, he is staying there. I'm going to bring up the name Magic Johnson again. Because if I'm LeBron, what I ask myself is if I want to be in Los Angeles, do I believe that my being there, along with Magic Johnson leading the way, helps us get our pick of the litter down the road? Why am I going to be worried about the immediate future? Because I'm not thinking about moving again sure once who? I moved. If LeBron. I'm, I'm not thinking about moving again once I move this yeah. time. I think he's saying something different. I think he's saying even if the short term doesn't pan out for LeBron, it's still worth going to L.A. because the long term does look so good. But I don't think he's for sure that, or I don't think Stephen A. is saying for sure that the short term is bad because let me ask you right now, if I said over, under, if LeBron signs with the Lakers, and, and let's say that it's Paul George or better, if I asked you, would you bet me even money that LeBron to the Lakers is what triggers the bat, do they get this year Paul George or better? I'm going to bet yes. Are you betting no? No, I'd bet yes. Okay. So if it's LeBron, Paul George, who's not as good as Kawhi by most accounts, mm-hmm. You still have Ingram. You still have right. Ball. You still have... That's the plan two weeks ago we said we liked. I like that even better. I'd rather have two stars and depth than three stars and zero depth. Okay. So you're saying it's, it's, it's much better than 50% that they get a lead, they keep their core and they get... Because, again, if they do have to trade for Leonard, or if they do get to trade for Leonard... They're going to give up more, mm-hmm. but by almost everyone's account, Leonard's better than Paul George. So either way, the Lakers are one of the four or five best teams in the league the minute they sign LeBron. And if they get and if they have Leonard, come on, Leonard. And and then if it's and in in uh, on the Bill Simmons pod, there's a guy Harala Bob's his name. He's a famous analytics guy. He said, in his opinion, if it's LeBron and Leonard and Paul George, no matter what else they have, I mean, obviously they're going to do their best to fill out the rest of the roster, he would consider that team to be favored over Golden State and favored over any team in the league. I'm not sure I agree with that. I don't. But I think it's mighty close. Oh, the gap's closed. No, I don't think the gap's closed. I think you're splitting hairs. I mean, you're splitting hairs at that point. Again, this is something we addressed. I don't like the defensive alignment at that point. Ho, 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 whoa. Ho. 
Leonard's the best defender in the league. And Paul George is one, the, maybe the fifth or sixth best defender in the league. And, the, and LeBron, when he decides to defend, is what? Even at his age, is one of the 50 best defenders? You think the problem's defense? Yep. How? I don't think they have someone who can cover Steph Curry consistently. I don't think Kawhi who Leonard's going to cover So who Steph can Curry. cover Steph Curry? Uh, other guards can. Who? I need a collection of guards. So I need a can collection you name, of defensive. Can you name one name? I can give you a collection of. I can. I, I can put together a roster that looks a little better than having big, 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 big everywhere. You, you, know, you know. You know my feeling on this. I am. I am not a, big, is, a, a gigantic. It, hold on big a second. Roster. If you have the best defender in the NBA, the best m- defender of twos, threes, and fours. You can only defend. Jesus, no one can. De- the, no one can defend every position. All right? right. You have the very best defender in the NBA with Leonard. In this hypothetical. You have the sixth or seventh best defender in Paul George, and you have an elite defender in LeBron in crunch time, and we're worried about the defense. And I still don't think that team can handle GSW at its best. And again, you the square chair has their opinion. Yeah. A guy, Haralabov, that made a lot of money betting <laughs> has his. And RJ, hey, listen, I, I, I'm not one to say for sure that I'm right, but let's just say this. But I certainly well, will, hold denigra- on, hold I will on. denigrate the other person <laughs> when on. I don't agree with them. Hold on. When me, RJ, and Haralabov's on one side and Steve Cofield in the square chair's on the other? A victim of the infamous Malachi Crunch. I'm in trouble on that one, huh? You're in trouble. That's why they play the games. Why they play the games. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back... <laughs> We're going to give you the updated World Cup odds. It's coming up straight out of Vegas, Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! It's straight out of Vegas coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Steve Cofield, RJ Bell down the stretch. You know, I love Fox Sports Radio genuinely because. In my opinion, Fox Sports Radio loves radio. The the producers, the boys in Burbank, as I call them, all the way to the very top. So I'm not like, you know, Dave Letterman used to be always complaining about G and all that. I don't do any of that because I don't feel it. I will say this. Occasionally, I'll get an email that says, I think it'd be better if you talked a little more soccer. And I resist. <laughs> Is that right? I resist. So don't think, you know how there's like hostage videos and all that stuff? Don't think I'm being coerced here. But, hey, Cofield, do you happen to have the updated World Cup odds? Yes, I love the World Cup. (laughs) So I do. Uh, Brazil, round of 16 starts tomorrow. So to win the World Cup now, Brazil is the favorite at just under 4-1. to Spain, about plus uh, 450. Belgium, third, 6-1. to England, but well, that seems high. Uh, seven and a half to one. France is nine to one. Who else do you want? Argentina. Very emotional. You got Maradona sitting up in the stands, maybe a toot toot. And uh, Messi thinking about retiring. Uh, he was he was <laughs> whacked the other day. Someone's wrong. Argentina is 12 to one. Croatia. That's a good story. Croatia, 12 to one. So the guy, listen, I'm not a soccer guy. No expertise. Nor am I. That's why I turned to the two comment. You know, we did our podcast, and every Wednesday we have our dream preview with Podcast One. You can 
Go to my Twitter at RJ in Vegas and get it, or any podcast player. Search for RJ Bell. Subscribe. It's free. It was June, the end of June. You know, obviously, on Tuesday, we recorded Wednesday release. We did over two hours and didn't say one word about the World Cup. And someone tweeted me and said, RJ, I respect staying in your lane, but come on, two hours and not one word? I don't know soccer, but the guys I trust that do, I trust a little bit. I think Belgium looks mighty good. So you've got the pedigree teams with the biggest players in the world and the favorites. I think if I'm sniffing out value, I think Belgium might have a little value. All right. I'm not going to mock on you for the value mentioned. Uh, the square chair gets mocked on for the value mentioned. Well, that's because so, square guys don't find value. Right. They think they do. Healthy discussion, not a debate, uh, about LeBron and the Lakers and the landing spot. I'll tell you what happened here in Vegas. So the odds all come down for the 2018-19 title. So the 2019 Because they're title, worried that something's yep, going to happen and people's going to get bets in real quick. CGT did not pull the odds down. But, well, this is a big change. The Cavs... This is after he opts out. Cavs go from 12 to 1 for the title to 40 to 1. That seems bizarre. Now, we saw that the yes, no on the Cavs went against the Cavs, where the betting market about where LeBron's going is saying no, no, no to the Cavs. Went from plus 250 to plus 375. So that's some of it. But here's my question If we find out tomorrow or as soon as you can find out, LeBron signing with the Cavs. That's all we know. What's your first thought on what the title odds for the Cavs are? Because it sounds like they're celebrating in the flats, right? I think at that point the Cavs are 12 to 1, 10 to 1 or 12 to 1. So, yeah, 40 to 1 sounds big, but I don't think the Cavs have all that much chance even if they do sign LeBron. So, it's saying it's about 5 to 1 if they do. And even if they do, it, you know, meaning the difference from 10 to 1 to 50 to 1 or so. But even if they do, the Cavs are the fourth or fifth favorite at best. Tomorrow's show will hit NFL, will hit college football. Jameis Winston, the suspension official, three games, those first three games of the season. Any reaction? Yeah. market? Yes, but small. We'll, dive, we'll deep dive this tomorrow, starting at 10 o'clock. But Winston is worth about a point and a half a game. <laughs> That's it. Amazing. They, good backup, Fitzpatrick, yeah. but only... A point and a half per game. A lot of people would be surprised by that, but that's what Vegas thinks. Back tomorrow, 10 o'clock Pacific, straight out of Vegas, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare (laughs) 
With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.